Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Wednesday, October 25th. Ladies and gentlemen, what a night in sports. Um, And not just because I went to a uh, girls volleyball match with my daughter, her first. You know, she's playing club volleyball this season, so her team went to check out a volleyball match. Uh, our local high school team is ridiculously good, um, and they stomped someone. So it was good to uh, get in some girls' volleyball. While I was there, I was uh, sneaking some Lakers on my phone, sneaking some Phillies. Oh, man, listen, I know we don't do a ton of baseball on this podcast, but what a gut-wrenching loss by the Phillies. So they lead the Diamondbacks 2-0 in the series. They lose Game 3. They're up 5-2 in Game 4 in the 7th, I think collapse, lose. Then they go up 3-2, and they're going home for the final two games. You're like, okay, they got this. And the Philadelphia Phillies end up losing 4-2, and it's like over. No more Bryce Harper. No more exciting bombs at Citizens Bank. It's just a disappointing loss. you got to be pretty crestfallen if you're a Philadelphia Phillies fan. That's just a devastating defeat and now the uh, world series is set the arizona diamondbacks will face the texas rangers um yeah that that's the world series all right so on to the nba a nba uh began last night uh i'm recording this after lakers nuggets uh it's currently halftime of warriors Suns. Suns look good but you know the warriors will come back um and so uh, uh, listen it's game one of 82 it's a marathon Okay, it is not a sprint. Okay, I don't, I don't even think I'm going to click on the hot takes when I see them. Game one of 82. Okay, and LeBron appears to be on a minutes restriction. He only played 29 minutes. Like if there's a playoff game, LeBron's pushing 38, 40, 42 minutes. Okay, 29 minutes. LeBron, 10 for 16 shooting, 21 points, eight rebounds, five assists. I, I can't believe he's he's still this good. He was the best player on the court for the Lakers. And, of course, listen, Lakers, he's 38 years old. I'm sorry, 39 in December. So he's almost 39. Um, LeBron was phenomenal, and it wasn't enough because the Denver Nuggets, the defending champs, are stacked. They have 
the indomitable Nikola Jokic, another trip dub for him, 29-13-11. and 11. They have the great shooting of Jamal Murray. And if it's not Murray, it's M- my MPJ. If it's not MPJ, it's KCP. If it's not KCP, it's Zeke Naji. Like, I mean, they got guys up, up and down the roster. Reggie Jackson coming in. Peyton Watson, the young kid out of UCLA. Like, Denver's just got dudes. Now, I still maintain. I said this on the herd, and some people came after me online. That's what people do. One to ten, I think the Lakers roster is tops in the league in terms of talent, one through ten. Now, teams like Boston have sacrificed depth for top-heavy talent. Same with Milwaukee. Same with Phoenix. Like, one to six, they're better. Okay? But you start going to 10, and then it's like, well, what matters more, Jason? Depth, which helped Denver greatly last year, or top-end scoring? Well, Denver has the top-end. They don't need the depth. And in, in, in the regular season, you know, depth will matter. Come playoffs, what's the great Pat Riley line? You you play Eight, but you trust seven, or you play eight, but or you play seven, but you trust six. You, you he's famous for saying it with the Lakers back in the eighties. Um, but yeah, like the Lakers have a great deep team, uh, but sadly, you're not going to win any games against any elite teams when Anthony Davis makes zero baskets in the second half. O for six, AD second half. Like I know Austin Reeves was not incredible, uh, minus fourteen. Uh, D'Angelo Russell was okay. Um, Torian Prince was, I mean, he was great. Um, you know, Rui Hachimura didn't play great. It's game one. We're not going to overreact. But I'll say this. Anthony Davis, bro, you just got a fatty contract, okay? LeBron is saying you're the guy. The franchise is yours. And you're six for 17 and you don't make a basket in the second half? Like, I know you're facing Jokic, but don't you want to face the best? To be the best, you got to beat the best. And right now, Jokic is better than AD. I don't know. I just disappointing performance from Anthony Davis all around. Um, you know, it's good to have the NBA back. I saw. Um, the, well, let me wrap up before I move on. Um, on on the uh, on the Nuggets before I move on to like the the pregame stuff with Barkley. Uh, I did want to say. You know, like it's going to take some time for the Lakers to gel, right? So they have one new starter in Torian Prince, and. They now played Christian Wood off the bench. Cam Reddish got a lot of minutes. Gabe Vinson got a lot of minutes. Uh, Jackson Hayes is working his way to the rotation. Like, this is the tinkering stage. You look at Denver, I'm fairly, like, Zeke Naji was on the team last year. Peyton Watson was on the team last year. Reggie Jackson was on the team. Christian Brown. Like, there's not a lot of newness there. The Nuggets are going to be very, very good. We know that. That's not new. A team like the Phoenix Suns, they've got a lot of new guys. The Warriors, they have one new guy in Chris Paul. But, like, when you've got to work in all these new guys, it's like, oof. It's going to take some time, you know? So, um, yeah, anyways. Uh, so, that you know, I don't need to go 15 minutes on the Lakers on opening night. But I just thought I would I would hit that. We actually have a great guest today. College football, Brett McMurphy. Um, it's on the Jim Harbaugh saga. Like, Rob G. and I discussed whether or not we should uh, work into uh, yesterday's pod, the Jim Harbaugh sign-stealing stuff. And we said, you know what? We'll do the NBA preview, we'll recap Niners, Vikings, and we'll save Harbaugh for Wednesday. So McMurphy and I dive in. He's got some conspiracy theories. I love Brett McMurphy, really sharp guy, been around the business. Um, We have some disagreements on quarterbacks uh, at the next level, but overall, Brett McMurphy is just an oracle for knowledge on on college football, really plugged into all the big programs. I think you'll really enjoy the interview. Um, The one other thing I guess I would talk about uh, in the NBA is this, you know, 
for whatever reason, you know, the NBA has decided, you know what? We got to have our guys play and not sit out, no load management. And it's, I guess, technically, it's not whatever reason. It's, hey, we've got a TV deal coming up. Everybody wins if everybody plays. And even if there is some chicanery and not everybody plays, what if we had the big vocal guys? Charles Barkley. Yeah, what if we had Charles Barkley go after the players, say they got to play? Now, Barkley has been beating this drum forever. Screw load management. These guys are getting paid 60 million bucks and they're playing, you know, half the season. This is pathetic, blah, blah, blah. Barkley went in before the season opening game. Now, he knew, you know, season openers, large TV audience. Barkley knew what he was doing. And it's a strategic move. And listen, on some level, I agree with Charles Barkley. Yes, you need guys to play. Here's the problem. This ain't the NFL where there are 17 games and then the playoffs, okay? Four months, playoffs. The NBA season is 82 games. It is, in the modern era, unthinkable for players to play at this pace, to play all these games. And remember, uh, kids are playing way, way, way more AAU basketball coming up than they did back in the 80s. Uh, and the 90s, the AAU levels are insane right now. And it's almost like the bodies are breaking down earlier. And I'm sorry, Charles Barkley, but here's the reality. Yes, I want to see guys in the regular season, but you know what I want to see more? The best players healthy for the playoffs. And every year we see this where it's like, oh, Chris Paul goes down once again, and Kevin Durant's out, and Kyrie Irving's hurt. And sure, we could say, well, they're always hurt in the playoffs. Yeah, well, uh, it can't just be that they're breaking down because it's April, May, June. It, they, they need to lessen the workload. That's the only theory. When, when you're overused on anything, you got to scale it back. And as much as I love LeBron in the regular season, I'm okay with him just playing 29 minutes and not overreacting to, a, to a, a, an October loss to the Nuggets. The reality is these guys need to be healthy for the playoffs. Yes, the NBA needs a massive TV deal. And after this year, they can go back to not complaining about load management because the networks have already coughed up the money and the ink is dry. Here's the reality. I don't think they're going to get the number they want anyway, even if they try this whole non-load management crap. Folks, we're at the end of an era. The LeBron run is ending. The Steph Curry run isn't over, but it's close to the end. The Kevin Durant run doesn't have much left. In the next three years, I mean, LeBron will be retired. I, I think it's safe to assume Kevin Durant and Steph Curry will probably be in their final year. And then we're going to be on to the next generation. And you know what the problem is with the next generation? And no, it's not that they don't play. It's that they're not healthy. Or they're getting in trouble off the court. John Morant. Zion Williamson cannot stay healthy. Victor Wembanyama better stay healthy. I'm more excited. To, uh, the, okay, so I, there's no no football tonight, but I'm gonna I'll be clear with you guys. I am beyond stoked to watch Victor Wembanyama. Uh, 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 is he a teenager or twenty? I don't even know. He's a young kid, and he is playing in his NBA debut tonight against the Mavericks on ESPN. As luck would have it, my daughter's soccer practice ends right at the time this game's starting. I will be racing home 
and to get Luka and Wembenyama on the second night of the season is just magical. I'm super excited for it. I cannot tell you how much I'm excited to watch Wembenyama. Like, listen, I like the Kings. Folks, just for the record, I'm not betting any games. I'm sorry. I'm still locked in on NFL uh, I, I'm not be I'm not going to be betting games right now. Sorry, NBA. I, as much as I love it, I'm not going to be betting games. Like I'm excited for Celtics Knicks. Like sure, that's going to be good. Um, Lamelo Ball, yay! Like it's about women, Yama. So I can't wait for that tonight. Anyways, you know what else you can't wait for? Brett McMurphy from the Action Network. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football is back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there is nothing better than being at a game live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on GameTime, the fastest-growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last-minute amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football teams this September, download GameTime. And it's not just football. GameTime has tickets to baseball games, concerts, and comedy shows across the country. Download the GameTime app and redeem code JMAC for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the GameTime app and enter code JMAC. That's J-M-A-C for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy.
All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy you know if you follow any of college football. Brett McMurphy, he's covered the sport for, geez, at least two decades, probably longer. Um, he's currently at the Action Network, does a lot of gambling, uh, breaking news. Brett McMurphy, how you doing, man? Good to catch up with you again, Jason. It's been a while. It has been a while, and there's a lot of stuff happening in college football. So, uh, you know, I was talking with Rob, the producer. I'm like, who should we get? He's like, you know, got to go back to Brett McMurphy. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, let's just dive right in. This Jim Harbaugh sign-stealing thing. First, I want your opinion on it. Not necessarily what you're hearing, just your thoughts on it before we dig into, you know, what other coaches are saying and everything. From what I'm hearing, it, I don't think there's any doubt that Michigan knew that this guy was obtaining information from them. However, I will say, even if that's the case, unless somebody at Michigan flips on Michigan, how is the NCAA going to prove it? Yes, the guy bought tickets. Yeah, the guy was at games. He held a video camera and all that. That's great. But unless he admits mm -hmm. to the NCAA, yeah, I gave this information to Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh knew about it. Or Jim Harbaugh comes out and says... Yeah, I was complicit in this. Harbaugh's already put out a statement, said he has no knowledge of this. So ultimately, you know, we know how fast the NCA moves on things. Um, basically, yes. a glacier is faster. So probably by the time the NCA rules on this, will probably be uh, Harbaugh's second year as the Bears coach. So <laughs> it's it's kind. Of, I thought you'd like that. Um, I, it's yes, going to generate it's... headlines. There's going to be a lot of, you know, p give them the death penalty. It's like, give me a break. Oh, geez, um, but on. yeah, if you love Michigan, nothing to see here. Everybody does it. It's driving 70 and a 55. If you're an anti-Michigan fan, it's like, here's another example of Michigan skirting the rules and mm. the Big Ten, the NCAA has to step in and do something. And one last thing, Jason. Oh, by the way. There, I don't see any way the NCAA could like people are like, well, they should be ineligible for the playoffs this year. Are you are you kidding oh, me? First, the Big Ten would never ever go for that. Why? Because how many millions of dollars would the conference lose? That ain't right. happening. And also, what makes this tricky is yes, it, technically it's against NCAA rules. There's really no penalty outlined on if you do break this hmm. rule. So. What is it? Vacate a win? You lose some scholarships? I don't know. Look, it'll give us plenty to talk about until it's resolved. But yeah. ultimately, I, I really don't think there will be significant penalties for Michigan. Okay, that sounds reasonable. Now, here's the what I think is more interesting. So, Brett, if everybody's doing this and it's not a huge deal, why Michigan and why Harbaugh? Who's coming after them and why? There are some conspiracy theorists, not myself, but yes. they have floated this yes. idea to me. This is, I'm not reporting this. You asked my opinion. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you my opinion. Uh, who is Michigan pissed off recently? The NCAA. Michigan yeah. knocked down their four game suspension to three games. Um, mm. You know, the NCAA put out a statement. This is about more than a cheeseburger. This is more than about more than a hamburger. The NCAA never comments about any of this stuff. They commented about Harbaugh. So Harbaugh, some people think, embarrassed the NCAA. So what's oh. the NCAA going to do? Well, they're going to leak this information that they know, you know, that's mm. going on. So it gets blasted by the media and then the fallout of all that. And, uh, you know, if you're a Seinfeld fan like me, if you're not, we'll end this conversation. But if you're a Seinfeld fan like me, you remember the episode where Jerry returns a jacket for spite? 
I think the NCAA is doing this for spite, despite Michigan, wow. despite Harbaugh, because of their previous interactions. Um, and then, you yeah. know, then everybody gives you their hot takes on death penalty or nothing to see, move along, and right. and then we see where this ends up. So, so you don't, I know that's just a conspiracy theory, but you don't think this originated with, say, a Michigan State trying to deflect away from their really, really ugly situation with their coach, uh, Ohio State, uh, Ryan Day now has lost to Michigan a couple years in a row. They're getting a little dicey there for Ryan Day. You don't think this was a Big Ten issue brought to the NCAA, uh, do you? You mean specifically one of those teams? Yeah, I mean, that's a, yeah. that's a possibility. But, yeah, that's basically mm. what I was – if one of those teams brought that to the NCAA, the NCAA's got that information, and then they're like, hey, let's leak this out to the media – to make Michigan look bad and then get the ball mm. rolling on whatever else would happen instead of mm. instead of keeping the the I guess if it is an investigation an investigation quiet until they got to the point where they said look we've got evidence we're going to move along this is what's going to happen but instead you know now all Michigan's dirty laundry is being aired and probably nobody happier about that than Big 10 teams and and the NCAA is this like the equivalent of like a perp walk where they, uh, you know, the cops just want to, hey, we're going to make a show of it. We're going to embarrass the guy. We're going to put him in cuffs, walk him with the TV cameras and, and make him look bad. Uh, yeah. Do you think this makes Harbaugh look bad or are people just scoffing? Jason, I, I, I really believe this. If you are a Michigan fan, Michigan is like, this is nothing. It doesn't make them look bad. If you're a right. non-Michigan fan, then absolutely. Oh, here's another instance of Harbaugh. <laughs> Um, you know, so yeah, again, that's where, that's where everything is nowadays, you know, whether it's sports or any other, you know, entertainment politics, if you, if you are one side, then you're going to support that side until the better, bitter end. And if you're not, you're not. So I, I don't necessarily think it makes him look bad. Um, you know, Matt rule had some great comments, the Nebraska coach, Deion Sanders commented about it. You know, I said, look, if, if you tell me you're running a sweep, I still got to stop it. Um, you know, there's a reason coaches hold up the clipboard in front of their in front of their face. There's a reason mm-hmm. you've got three different quarterbacks signaling in plays. It's not just Michigan. Yeah. But again, if, if there is a rule and you break it, you still broke the rule. If the speed limit's 30 and you're going 55 and everybody's going 70, mm. it's still a violation. It, again, it just depends yeah. on what side of the fence you're on. So uh, Michigan's been pretty dominant this year. Some people think they're the best team in the country. I have a ticket on them uh, from the summer to win the Natty. That's the only team I bet when What's I was in number? Vegas. What's um, your uh, It's not great. I actually have all my uh, future tickets in a safe, and I don't look at them to the end of the season. <laughs> I'm, that, I'm nerdy like that. You don't want to jinx uh, it sounds very. I can't believe I had well, I guarantee that. it's yes, better than two, I don't like better than two for one, which is probably what they're at now. Plus two. Yeah, right now. Well, now they look good. But yeah. uh, I do want to ask, is this the kind of distraction, Brett, that maybe – messes up the, the, the good stuff that is going on at Michigan. They just clobbered Sparty, 49 nothing. Uh, J.J. McCarthy looks great. Uh, it, it, do you think this could be a distraction for Harbaugh and the Wolverines? No, I don't think so. I think the opposite. It okay. gets, you know, us against the world. Mm. Everybody's calling us out. Oh. Everybody's accusing us of all this. You know, we know that we don't we don't need this to win. We're the best team in the country. And it'll, no, I Jason, I actually think the opposite. I think they'll use mm. it as fuel because again, the elite teams, the Michigan, the Ohio States, the Alabamas, etc., they've got to come up with motivation 
because, you know, 90% of the games they play, they're supposed to win. And, you know, human nature, yeah. you know, I know you, I know you, you can ball. So you go out and play some hoop. You know you're playing an opponent that you're going to crush. Eh, you're kind of going through the motions a little bit. You're yeah, going against fair. somebody that's, that's tough. You're going to raise your game, you know, or try to at least. Yeah. So I think these guys, you know, kind of use the same thing. I mean, why, in the, why else in the world would Ryan Day call out Lou Holtz, you know? To rally his team, you know, look, Lou Holtz doesn't believe in us. He's calling our team soft. So, yeah, I think Michigan will use this to their advantage. It's interesting. You've made now made two comments about, like, us against the world, Ohio State and Michigan. Uh, there's a political feel to it almost. You're either with us or you're against us. Um, do you think that there is something to that where it's like, hey, guys, we're, we're create like Michael Jordan would create these uh, fictitious scenarios. This guy talked trash to me. I'm going to give him 60, even though if he, he might have said nothing. Um, do you think these coaches are kind of using that as motivation? I never thought of that as like a, a tactic, but maybe that's a thing now in college football. Absolutely for college football. And since we're, since people can't view the video of us, my favorite line is you're either with us or you're against us. You know, so, <laughs> um, he used yeah, two fingers and then yeah, it came down. So Kirby, Kirby Smart earlier this year, they're playing South Carolina. One of the South Carolina kids had an innocent throwaway comment at media days, asking about the, the toughest places to play in the SEC. And he mentioned a couple of places. He did not mention Georgia. God forbid he mm. didn't mention Georgia. So they're getting ready to play Georgia that week. And Kirby Smart brings up, well, you know, he must not think it's very tough to play here at Georgia. Hopefully our fans will come and show up and prove him wrong or whatever. It's like they're creating these narratives to get these teams geared up because, you know, I think more than certainly more than the NFL, I think college games are decided obviously by talent, but motivation is such a huge factor too. I mean, you just look this past week, what happened to Washington after Oregon? They almost lost Arizona state. What happened to OU in Texas two weeks after they played? They both barely survived. So there's a lot mm. more roller coaster of emotions with college athletes. So that's why these coaches are using every little tidbit they can, every little true or you know true or perceived um, motivation to get their guys cranked yeah. up. All right, uh, last one on Michigan. Um, you joked earlier about Harbaugh and the Bears' job. You know, the NCAA is kind of coming down on him. He's just dealing with this nonsense. He's got a stacked class of guys who are going to go to the NFL. I don't want to say the cupboard's going to be bare, but this is the year if Michigan's going to do it. Do you think he leaves for the NFL, and what would be your best guess at a job? Yeah, again, just not reporting, speculation. I would, I would, I would say, yeah, he would probably go. I think I'm not alone in this. I think most people didn't think that he would actually be at Michigan this long. And I don't necessarily yeah. think that it's this situation with the NCAA. I just think it's more with the way the college job is changing. You're dealing with NIL headaches, the transfer portal. You know, you're you're you know, it used to be there were limitations when you would recruit players and now, you know, it's basically open game 24/7. I know they've mm-hmm. rolled back the the transfer portal windows, but it's just, you know, there's literally no off time for college coaches. And you're dealing with a lot more headaches. Where the NFL, you go and you coach football. And that's all you do. You coach football. Uh, So I think, you know, because of his past in the NFL, I just always, even when he got to Michigan, I thought he would eventually end up in the NFL. And certainly if he can go out winning a national title, I mean, what a better way to go out. You know, I've talked to some people uh, close to the program, and they think that if he did do that, he certainly does not want to leave Michigan bare. He's not going to just like 
bolt in the dead of the night and leave them with nothing there and take his entire staff with him to the NFL. But I think I think there could be a very real scenario where Jim Harbaugh's in the NFL next year and then, you know, takes a number of people with him but keeps a number of people there. Um, I would think probably if you gave Harbaugh truth serum, he'd probably want his, his – uh, Jay to be the the next head coach there in Michigan if he did leave, Jay Harbaugh. Mm. Um, but, but we'll have to see. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. For instance, I would take a close, close look at a big favorite this week, the Seattle Seahawks. This is a mismatch against an Arizona secondary that's horrendous. Seattle should have Metcalf and Lockett running wild. I think Arizona's running out of gas. They are outscored more than anyone else in the fourth quarter. They're getting obliterated in second halves. I think Seattle rolls them. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code STRAIGHTFIRE. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code STRAIGHTFIRE. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777. 
or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 and up, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What are you hearing on uh, Michigan State? There was an Urban Meyer silliness that was out there for like three minutes, and I think everybody batted down pretty quickly. But it, it, first of all, is that even a great job right now? Uh, it's a great job because it's in the Big Ten and you're going to make more money than 90% of the coaches in the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the, the, the challenge is with Oregon, Washington, USC, and UCLA coming into the conference, there's more bodies that you got to climb over to get near the top. <laughs> Plus, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Uh, but yeah, there there were people that there were people that will want that job. I had heard, um, you know, after the after he was officially that Tucker was officially fired, that they were looking for somebody with with Michigan State ties, either coached there, played there, hmm. um, a number of people. Um, the the exception of that was uh, Mike Elko at at. Um, Duke for the job he's done there. I don't look Urban Meyer. Yeah, I saw those reports. I I just don't see it happening. I don't see it happening yeah. on that level. We all know what's what Urban has in his past. Urban says he's done coaching college. We'll see if he's telling the truth this time. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't buy Urban Meyer to Michigan State. And the last spicy Big Ten one is the Ryan Day uh, perpetually on the hot seat this year. Uh, yeah, I still go back to that Notre Dame game. Um, I, I think it was a jet sweep fourth down call in the red zone. And, I mean, my phone lit up with it. it that's it. That's enough. I'm done with Ryan Day from from Ohio State fans. Like, they were done. And they, they get lucky in that win. But I don't know. It just feels like he can't win there. Right now, like for whatever whatever he could do, he's just not winning. And that I mean, like winning the fans over. Um, but I do think he's an interesting name for the NFL, given his offensive background. I know it hasn't looked awesome this year with the young quarterback, but um, I don't know. What do you think, NFL, or do you think he stays? You know, I think you know for him and and guys like him, I think it's a personal preference. Um, you know, you can you can make the money whether you're in the college or the NFL, yeah, it's going to yeah. be a little bit different, but not substantially different. But it's funny, you know, you ch- I chuckle when he, the guy's on, quote, the hot seat. He hasn't lost more yeah. than two games in, in six yeah. seasons. He's got a winning percentage, if you round it up, 90%. So what has he done? <laughs> he hasn't won a national championship, and he's lost, you know, a couple of times recently to Michigan. Um. You know, look, let's say fine. Ohio State gets the um, pitchforks and torches and they're going to run Ryan Day out of town. So, Jason, who who are you going to hire? Yeah. Who are you going to bring I'm not running him out of town. Well, it it reminds me. So who was the guy at Georgia who won a lot but could never break through? And then they're like, let's get him out. Let's get him out. Meanwhile, they build a statue anywhere else if you win as many games as that coach. I'm spacing on his name. Mark Rick. And then they bring in, who was it? Mark Rick. There you go. Mark Rick won a billion games at Georgia. And then he goes to Miami, his alma mater, and he actually does very well. And then, um, yeah, I mean, obviously Kirby came in and did great. But, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, fans are so fickle. It's it's just, you know, that's that's why we love college football. 
Um, I don't even know if there's any like former Ohio State coaches. Ryan Day, isn't he a Chip Kelly guy from like uh, the Northeast, right? I believe, if I remember correctly, they were together at New Hampshire. That's um, right, New Ham- New Hampshire. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's got a lot of, he's got that NFL type of makeup. I think, um, I think Lincoln Riley does too. Um, you know, I know. Well, okay. Let's pivot to Lincoln yeah. Riley. <laughs> Struggling a little bit. I don't bit know if you year. saw the report. Struggling. I mean, d- dude, he's ducking uh, weekly interviews with a cold. He's uh, actually, actually losing to Utah. Yeah. Today's, today's, what's today? Tuesday. He did not uh, attend practice today either. So he does have an illness. Oh, so maybe he's sick. Yeah. Okay. So I don't right, know. Right. I hear COVID's going around out here in LA. So maybe he's got I don't COVID. know how severe it is, but it, you know, I'll give him the bin for the doubt. However, a nice little stat for folks that are not Lincoln Riley fans. After 22 games, Lincoln Riley, 17-5. and five. I saw that. Clay Helton, after 22 games, 17-5. and five. Yeah. I think the, the, the biggest issue for USC fans is that it seems like to everybody on the face of the earth, they have issues defensively. And they cannot figure it out that for the, mm. you know, whatever the reason is, obviously Alex Grinch is the defensive coordinator, but you know, their offense is off the charts. Um, it's kind of similar to how he was at Oklahoma, you know, coached a handful of guys that either won or were finalists for the Heisman. Unbelievable. But ultimately they'd get in the playoffs and they, you know, get in trouble with their defense yeah. The only difference is they haven't gotten to the playoffs because um, mm. you know they don't qualify because of too many losses. But it's almost it's almost similar team. So yeah, until they figure out the the defense, uh, I, I don't know what they're going to do. And and I think seeing their struggles against Utah, I think that's a it's not fair to say that's a preview of what lies ahead. But I do think it is a glimpse of maybe what's waiting for them in the Big Ten when they play some of these more physical teams that want to grind it mm. out and do that similar to what Utah does. And then you throw in the cold weather. Um, so that'll be fascinating to see when all those guys move to the big 10 and how they fare mm. when they, you know, they make the trips out East. I don't want to crush Caleb Williams. Um, obviously he's got an incredible resume, you know, Heisman, he's an awesome player. He's going to probably almost certainly be the number one pick. I do. But after that Notre Dame game, it, it just I, I was reminded that like, hey man, when he plays top tier competition, it's not like the video game Caleb Williams that dominates, you know, the lower region of the Pac twelve. And then we saw it again against Utah. Now I know he put up good numbers against Utah last year uh, on the road. Uh, for whatever reason, he's he's not amazing in the big games against the biggest opponents. Um, and again. They have no defense. But Bruce, uh, sorry, Brett, where are you on Caleb Williams and his, like, makeup heading into the NFL? Like, is it a slam dunk that he's going to be better than Drake May at the next level? No, not, I mean, my God, nothing's a slam dunk, you know, as okay, far as me, success yeah. in the NFL. I mean, heck, the Bears just had a kid, you know, win in his in his first start that, you know, was <laughs> yeah. D, D7 or D8 or whatever, Division 8. No, D, D3. Um, no, I don't think, I don't think it's a slam dunk at all. I mean, you, you look at the quarterbacks in the NFL and the makeup is so different. I mean, 
you know, Justin Fields, CJ Stroud, you know, all these guys that were superstars in college. And then you get to the NFL and it's, it's a different game. And then you've, you know, Mm. you've got somebody like Brock Purdy, who was a good, but not a great quarterback at Iowa state in the big 12. And then, you know, yeah, he threw some bad picks late Monday night against the Vikings, but you know, people are like, this guy could be the MVP. So yeah, Jason, I, it's, I think it's impossible to say this guy's definitely the guy or that guy's definitely the guy. I mean, certainly NFL folks will say that, and then we'll find out three or four years whether they're smart or not. I'll be fascinated to see if um, if he finishes the year. Um, you know, I know wow. Ocho made the tweet about he should hang it up, and I disagree with that a thousand percent, saying he's out of the playoff right. running. You should You should shut it down, prepare for the NFL, and so, you know. Being the smart ass I am, I tweeted out, there's 110 schools with two losses, so they should shut down the rest of the season because they have no shot at the playoff. Mm-hmm. Can't do sarcasm on Twitter. But I, I hopefully yeah. I hope it doesn't come to that. Um, hopefully he finishes out and and uh, we see what happens. But, you know, I do wonder what how NFL teams will judge him if he decides hmm. to shut it down. Will some teams dock him a little bit because of – basically saying I'm done. That's a great question. Now, if memory serves, Micah Parsons in the, I think it was a COVID year, just decided I'm not playing, sat out. And it seemed at the time like, ooh, maybe that's not going to be viewed well. It hasn't mattered at all. He's ridiculously talented. He's an awesome player in the NFL. But I'm trying to think, has there been a quarterback who shut it down early? Surely there's been one. I mean, there's a ton of guys that skip the bowl game, but skip the bowl game. Yeah, I mean that that obviously that's gonna. And when we go to a 12 team, you think it's bad now? When we go to a 12 team playoff next year, it's gonna. Yeah, it'll be like a <laughs> a pandemic. I mean, you're gonna see all these guys that are not in the playoff that opt out of opt out of bowl games. I'm afraid, um, Jason. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. If so, yeah. it was more injury related. But I haven't heard mm. of any a quarterback that basically decided not to finish the regular season to prepare for the NFL yeah. if they were healthy. Yeah. I, I don't see him doing it. I mean, they, he would have to skip the UCLA game. Like, I, I know a lot of college kids now don't care about their legacy in college. It's about getting the, um, getting the cheddar in the NFL. But, Brett, I mean, if he were to skip the UCLA game, or to, I don't want to risk injury, I, I don't know. I just I don't know how that would be viewed among the the Trojan like fraternity, if you will, and maybe he doesn't give a crap about that. I mean that that's a great point. I mean you don't know who he's listening to. Um, you know he may have advisors that say, you know, look, look their last two games at Oregon, home against UCLA. You're going to skip those games, and you you no, just brought up some great points about his his performance in big games. <clears throat> Excuse me, those are two of the biggest games of the year. You know. It's not going to impact whether they go to the playoffs or not. Um, they're still technically alive to go to win the Pac-12 title, so you're just going to sit out those games because you want to wait for the NFL. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that necessarily would be a good look. All right, uh, we could wrap up. Uh, let me ask you this one, Brett. Um, rank these pro prospects, not college quarterbacks. Pro prospects who are cur- current college quarterbacks: Penix, Quinn Ewers, Bo Nix. And McCarthy. You the order you put them. Penix, wow. Ewers, Knicks, Penix McCarthy. One. If Ewers is healthy, if Ewers huh. obviously Ewers has to be healthy. Penix Penix is gonna be the one I think there's gonna be so much 
um, difference of opinion just mm-hmm. because he's not, he's not unorthodox, but just because, I mean, you've seen him play. I mean, it, it's yeah. funny. I was talking to, talking to another coach and I'm like, you always see lefties and they have that sweet throwing motion. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, except Penix. And I know Penix throws like a jug machine. You know, he just mm. zips it out there. But obviously, you know, poor performance against Arizona State. But yeah, I would, I would rank him. I would rank him in that order uh, if I was a see I, NFL scout. I just which, wonder how. Like, I think he's got the two ACLs on one knee, and he's going to be, I think, twenty three or twenty four. Now I know age is not a huge deal. Well, like yeah, it was that's before. a great point, which I didn't consider. I'm just thinking of no, you're taking into age and all that. That's an absolute. Very valid point. And that, yeah, I did a mock for Fox Sports and all these people killed me. Oh, Penix, Penix. I'm like, you got to look at it the way the NFL does. Like, the age matters yeah, with some of these right. guys. You're now, again, right. it's not the end-all, be-all, but also the two knee surgeries. And, like, I don't know. Talk to me about Bo Nix real quick. Like, I'm sorry. I just don't love it. I, I, <laughs> what I've seen, like, I think he's a solid quarterback, but he's like a mid-round pick to me. I, I don't know. I don't see dynamic and, like, uh, going to carry a team to victory. I, I I just don't see it. I don't know. Do you? Uh, if he plays all his games at home, he'd be the number one pick overall. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we have the home Bo Nicks and we have the road Bo Nicks. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, great kid. Um, you know, I, I, I look, I don't know where he would go, but the, the biggest issue is the disparity – from him playing at home and on the road. I mean, it's it's mm. very it's pretty drastic. Um, this year he's you know, nineteen touchdowns, only one interception. Um, but yeah, earlier in his history, last year also at Auburn, it was like Jekyll and Hyde with him when you got him away from home. All right, Brett McMurphy, Action Network. Uh, Brett, thanks for taking the time, buddy, and uh, keep up with the breaking news and all the good stuff you do, man. You got it, Jason. Thanks, buddy. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 